everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with um, both Jay Cooper Travels as well as Love Travel Scotland. And I am really excited to have a special guest on. Um, he is the creator and the founder of We Get Outdoors. And we're going to be talking about that in a quick second. For those that might not know about Love Travel Scotland, it is a Facebook group that uh, focuses on everything that you can learn about Scotland, both from um, pictures of travel, as well as local businesses that you can find when you end up going back and traveling over to Scotland. So that way you can support the local businesses. We are very happy to, um, to talk about um, how to support everyone, especially in this time period. Um, so I have traveled personally to Scotland and I just love it um, with my daughter. We've, we've taken the train, we've backpacked, uh, but there's so much more because it's such a, a gorgeous country. And, and Rob has, has um, actually had some amazing adventures and that's why I'm excited to have him on. The one thing that I will mention is that we are going to be talking about his, um, his Facebook group and please go ahead and like and subscribe to his Facebook group. Also like and subscribe to Love Travel Scotland so both of the groups can grow and you can stay in touch with all the special events and other things that we might be posting within. How are you doing today? I'm so happy that you're coming back. This is our second time talking. How are you doing today? Oh, brilliant. Thanks, Jackie. And thank you for having me again. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, we're going to be having continuing conversations because you have been, done some amazing things around the world. Uh, for those that might not have um, listened or heard our first conversation, why don't you share a little bit about your background, how you got started, and um, how we get outdoors um, kind of um, materialized? Yeah. I'm a, um, a, a, an adventurer would be the best way of describing me. Um, be it an adventure, climbing mountains, canoeing down things or whatever, or equally the adventure of business and all that sort of thing as well. And so We Get Outdoors brings my adventure adventures in the outdoors together with an adventure for business as well. And um, what I do is I help current biz outdoor and adventure sports business owners grow their business and equally people who wish to start an outdoor business or an adventure sports business get it up and running and um and kind of break free of all of those you know nine out of ten entrepreneurs fail blah 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 we have zero out of ten entrepreneurs fail when they start up their businesses with us so that's that, that's how i get to spend my life and with regards to scotland um, when I lived in the UK, and I no longer live in the UK, when I lived in the UK, I probably spent three to four months of the year in Scotland every year for 10 to 15 years. So um, I know certain parts of Scotland very, very intimately. So we were talking about how we both love water adventures and um, we also love, you know, the walking and hiking side, but you have experienced Scotland. I love doing the train, but you've experienced Scotland by actually going around the coast in a whole different way. Do you want to share what you've done? Because I, I don't know that I would have the physical energy or stamina to do what you've done. <laughs> A few years ago, um, a friend, myself and a friend got stuck in a, um, 
uh, in a big traffic accident. We weren't in the accident. We were in the queue of cars behind. And we were stuck in it for five hours, Jackie, just sat there. And I got incredibly bored, and I was sat there looking at the roadmap of the United Kingdom and realised that actually Scotland is an island. Now, it's not properly an island, but there is the Falkirk Canal that goes across the base of Scotland. And then obviously there's the sea to the east, west and north. Um, and so I was sat there looking at the map and I said to my best friend, Roger, hey, look, we could circumnavigate Scotland in our kayaks. Wouldn't that be fun? And he said, no, 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 I'll never get the time off work. My wife will never let me. And I said, about eight weeks later, he turned up to my house and said, look, I've bought the charts and the maps and we can go in two months time. And um, so we circumnavigated Scotland in our kayaks um, all the way around the outside, around the north, everywhere, camping on beaches, um, staying in backpackers, all sorts of different uh, remote locations. Uh, we upset the UK military a couple of times by accident. Um, we, we even Jackie kayaked off the Scottish coast is the UK's submarine missile testing site. Oh, wow. Now, I didn't know this, but we kayaked through, right through the middle of it. Wow. <laughs> Did they try to stop you? Um, yeah, well, they, they weren't very pleased when we landed on a beach and um, we had five soldiers with uh, all in their camouflage gear with rifles turn up to have a conversation with us. So how did you plan the, um, the water, the food, um, you know, and how long did it actually take for you to go all around? So it took us a few months to go all the way around. Um, it's quite a long way. And um, the, the beauty of Scotland is that while a lot of Scotland is very remote, um, you know, you don't have to go that far to get to a small town on the coast that's got a, a small shop, like a small 7-Eleven or, or the Scottish equivalent of. Um, so we carried four to five days of food inside the kayaks. And then whenever we got to a small town or a pub or whatever it may well be, we stopped and had a beer and filled up with food and uh, had a pub meal often just because a pub meal means you don't have to cook on a camping stove in a tent. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, and that's pretty much what we did. Um, Scotland has got some of the most ferocious tidal waters of anywhere on planet Earth. Um, uh, far more for, to get that level of ferociousness in North America, you have to head up towards um, Alaska to go and get that level of tidal movement. Um, and um, to, to give the, the listeners a, um, uh, an idea, at one point in time with the tide behind me, I did 26 miles in an hour in a kayak. Wow. Which, yeah. Um, so, uh, so what we pretty much did every day is waited for the tide to be going in our direction because it kind of goes out and in. So you wait for it to be going in the way you want it to be going. And uh, jump on for seven or eight hours and hope the tide pushes you and and then hope that you get to somewhere that's suitable to get off there's some planning involved but uh yeah and that's what we did for a few months and uh what what an adventure and what a beautiful group of people that the, the scottish the scots are um 
the amount of hospitality and people who did amazing things for us just off off the cuff, um, inviting us into their homes, um, so on and so forth. Uh, it, it's just an incredible place to go and, and travel and explore. Um, the culture's incredible and the history. I mean, the history of Scotland, the castles and whatever else, they go back hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of years. And I don't think there's many places on planet Earth where you can get that blend of everything together. No, I totally agree. And I'm just fascinated with the the idea that um, you, one, you traveled for so long. Did you end up writing about it or blogging about it? No. <laughs> um, so what we, we um, there, there, one of the reasons why we did the trip in the end was to raise money for the cancer hospice in Oxford, which is where I come from, Oxford in the UK, and where my friend Roger comes from. And so we, we collected sponsorship money the whole way around. And then afterwards, we did a, um, a six-month tour where we took a, a presentation and, um, that, we, that we built um, and went and told people about the highs and lows of our, our time. Um, you know, one, one of my friends almost died on the way round. He got very, very, very close to getting taken, taken out by a ginormous wave on the sea. A huge wave um, and, and so we, we did a tour afterwards and we charged for giving the, um, the presentations and um, amused people and then all of that cash went to Helen House Hospice in Oxford. Oh that's nice that's really nice so um, maybe what we can do is uh, you'll send me the link and we'll have the um, the link down below uh, for the hospice so that way if people want to contribute or donate they can. Um, yeah, Yes, I mean, because we definitely believe in supporting causes, and um, that's a, a really remarkable, well, adventure, and also, um, you know, the fact that you are giving back also is close to my heart, because I definitely believe in giving back to organizations. Um, so, the um, did you take pictures? I'm assuming you did. No. no? So, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of a disaster story that happened, Jackie. And, um, and, and we all we were all fine, but um, you know when you're kayaking on the sea, everything's moving, yes. swapping about. Yes. And so and so it's quite hard to go and pull out a camera to take a picture because often you if you take your camera out and take your hand off your paddle, you're quite likely to fall over or capsize the kayak. And it was probably way before the GoPro. <laughs> Okay, way before the GoPro, <laughs> 2007. Um, yes. And um, anyway, I had a Canon, expensive Canon camera in a in a plastic box that's called a Peli case that keeps everything dry and safe. And it was on the deck of my kayak. And I'd had that Peli case. I'd taken it to the Himalayas with me, the Andes, Uganda, all over the world. Anyway, I got a few photos on the first few days, and then. Um, it all got a bit scary. The sea state got a bit big and you didn't want to be taking photographs. And when it did come to being stable and calm enough to take photographs, I went and got the camera out to find an inch of salt water slopping around in the <gasps> bottom of this plastic box. And I'd managed to trap the smallest amount of the neck um, strap from the camera in the rubber seal. And it had just soaked water through the strap into the box mm -hmm. over about 12 days. And I had about $7,000 worth of camera equipment that was completely useless because uh, salt water 
you're not fixing it. And um, yeah, so we didn't actually get, we got a few point and shoot pictures. We bought some disposable cameras and tried our best, but no, no not a huge amount. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. I know that on other conversations and talks, there are other photos that you'll be sharing with us. So, um, so that, that's, just remarkable the, that experience but i know you told me i we were talking in our last um show about how uh, my daughter and i went on the harry potter train and you were saying you that i should have thought about um exploring um using going on the locks and you know the other alternative ways to kind of uh, see the beautiful scenery. Um, share some of your experiences with the canoeing and the other um, ways that you've explored. Because, like I said, you've gone all over. Yeah, I've I literally have gone all over. I I think the beauty of Scotland is that no matter what your level level of adventurousness is, there's something to do for everybody. So if if you want to go on a, a tour of a lock, a sea lock maybe, in a um, renovated old fishing boat, which now to does guided tours and you get on the fishing boat, if that's your level of adventurousness and you have a cup of coffee and you sit there and they tell you about everything, if that's your level of adventurousness, that's completely open and that's, that's there for you. All the way through to the, the opposite end, which is often where I played most, which is... Um, how can you physically and mentally challenge yourself for many days on end? And so I've um, I've taken a Canadian canoe and canoed across Scotland um, through the lowest route and the highest route. So the, the lowest route was the Caledonian Canal between Fort William and Inverness, um, which goes through Loch Ness. And obviously you have to avoid the monster. And I, I, I visited Loch Ness, but didn't see the monster. So, yeah. <laughs> looking for the damn thing i've never seen. i've been through the caledonian canal in different canoes and kayaks about five or six times now i've never seen it um so I've, I've been through that route but equally um just south of the great glen where you are there between fort william and inverness is um, you, you can go over the mountains and the moorlands high up and join together different locks and rivers and canoe from Fort, well, pretty much Fort William to pretty much Inverness, um, but but through some of the remotest parts of Scotland at the same time, and um, and really, really, I mean, very, very challenging, but amazing fun, um, an amazing scenery, just yeah, everything you could ever want. And I really think that's the beauty of Scotland. If I think to go to Scotland, you've probably got a, a degree of an adventurous nature. Um, and whether it's uh, train or truck, whether it's, I don't know, climb mountains or walk along a beautiful river valley gently, what, uh, whether it's sit and paint or take photographs or, I don't know, windsurf and scuba dive, whatever it is you want to do, you can find it in Scotland. And... And Scotland really is such a small place in comparison. I mean, it's it's the same size as Washington State, um, and yet it's got everything you could want to do in the outdoors in within like a couple of hours' drive. It's just so easy and so accessible and so varied. No matter who you are and what you want to do, Scotland's got something for you. 
I agree. I mean, when we were training, we went from, you know, um, the, the lowlands to the highlands and, you know, from um, just, uh, I don't want to say barren because it's not barren, but, you know, sparse uh, trees or brushed to um, like the evergreen trees and very thick forests. And, um, and then, like you said, you know, um, we, we took the, uh, the, the more traditional route of the, the train and the cars and the buses. But, um, you know, we, there's always water around. There's always places that you can walk. Um, I mean, we were in Inverness. We were, you know, in the, the area for Loch Ness, you know, and it's just like the, um, I mean, the picture behind me, you know, I, I don't even remember which castle we were at. I think it might have been the Loch Ness. I'm not sure. Um, you know, so it's, it's like there's so much to see. And like you said, the history um, and the the vegetation you know the, the flowers it's just and like you said the people are remarkable as well um any last adventure or um you know uh experience that you want to share uh before we sign off um not not really with regards to scotland i just i would just encourage everybody to go and go and go explore there's not many places in the world where you can have uh, open scrub moorlands to forest to valley to mountain to 800 year old castle all within 10 miles yeah and um, Scotland brings that to you and so whether you choose to be on a train or or be on foot or whatever it may well be um, I'd encourage people to go explore more and um, and Jackie if people want to know more about ideas for Scotland they're more than welcome to go on the wegaoutdoors.co website my email address is on there drop me an email i've got friends who run adventure businesses in scotland who i could refer people to um i don't want any money for anything i'll just help people go and access scotland for themselves yeah and um definitely let's uh let's also we're gonna have continuing conversations but let's invite those friends to be on love travel scotland so we can feature their businesses so people can find out more about uh, what they're doing because again, um, we get outdoors is a wonderful site to um, share experiences all around the globe as to what uh, everyone's doing outdoors. Love Travel Scotland. Uh, we encourage people to post pictures of their adventures in Scotland and to talk about both um, their personal experiences as well as their businesses in Scotland. So that way people can visit and enjoy as well. So, um, I mean, uh, you, between the two of us, there's a wealth of information that can be shared. So as you travel within Scotland or anywhere in the globe, uh, you can have a, 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 re a remarkable outdoor, indoor experience and enjoy time with your family and friends. So um, thank you so much for being on. For those that, again, are not familiar with the podcast experience or the YouTube, there will be contact information in the block below for both We Get Outdoors and Love Travel Scotland. Um, the other last thing that I'll just share with everyone is that I am um, in the in the travel space. So if you are traveling, reach out to me so I can connect you up with travel insurance. So when you travel, you have uh, various protections in case something does happen because, you know, and accidents do happen, the unexpected. 
And one last thing that I'll also share with you in the block below is I have access to a wholesale travel discount portal where you can book up to 35% less than Expedia or Priceline. And so just check it out. It's price match guaranteed. And um, if you have any questions, just let us know. We're here to help you have a great outdoor adventure and a great time in Scotland. Thank you so much for being on. And I look forward to talking with you again. Likewise. Thank you for having me, Jeffrey.